Jim, what are you doing? You coloring in your book? Coloring in the book? Oh yeah, yeah. Just uh, trying to stay in the lines. Yeah, yeah. That looks cool. That looks nice. Uh, you know, uh, we all get to enjoy our time during recess. Um, you know, uh, I always love recess. Uh, I'm currently uh, filling out some forms. I'm trying to get a formal business license, and um, you know. I've been making grilled cheese sandwiches at home, and I, and I think I can start selling them, you know? Really? I, you think you're ready for your own business? I don't know that I'm ready for something like that. I mean, I don't know. I'm eight years old. I got to start. I gotta, I'm the man of the house, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I got I to gotta make that money. I got to make that bread, if you know that's what I'm saying. That's true. You got to keep the lights on. I guess that's right. I mean, I, I'm available if you need anybody to help you with the work. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any permits yet, and I can't drive, obviously, but you're right. Being the man of the house is important. Can you work a burner? Ugh, I'm a little bit afraid of it, but yeah, I think so. You just make the cheese hot, right? Okay, well, first of all, you you need a little mayonnaise, you need a little bread, and you need a little cheese, okay? Sometimes I use a little step stool to make sure that I can properly see the, the sandwich in the pan on the stove because, you know, it's kind of hard Smart. being that I'm only three and a half feet tall. Um, What's up, fellas? Hey. Recess. Recess, am I right? <laughs> yeah, recess. Back to the old, back to the old grind. grindstone. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, Leonard, what are you doing? It's, it's hot over here. What are you guys doing? Oh, oh, you know, I'm just over here talking about my uh, grilled cheese business. Uh, I'm trying to put a little business plan together, maybe get a loan. Um, yeah, what's going on with you? Oh, nothing, you know, just pushing paper, you know, doing the things, you know, we do as the head of the household. You know, I just turned seven and a half. So, you know, it's time for me to really buckle down and figure out what I'm going to do. So right now I'm just kind of pu- pushing paper from side I to side. I got a question. Hey, do you think anybody would buy this Little Mermaid coloring? I stayed in the lines pretty well, good. You did, but I think first you got to ask yourself, like, what is this room that I'm going to hang this painting in trying to say? Smart, smart. You're thinking of it like an adult. I, I think what you have to do, we are adults. We are the head of the household here. We got to make this bread. You have to make a few more, make a collection, let it appreciate value, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe uh, maybe try a Shrek coloring. Maybe broaden your view, you know? Smart. Diversify. I, yeah, it is smart to diversify. Yeah, we, I, I, I have been getting, I've been dipping my toes into different, different ventures here and there. You know, this morning I started off by counting grapes. And I thought maybe I could, maybe I could do this for a living. <laughs> maybe I could count people's grapes. Yeah, maybe you could like have a grape bank, you know, and, and save people's grapes and give them, Extra grapes is interest. Yeah, and then if you guys need grapes to to start your grape, if you want to start a grape business, you can come to my grape bank and I can loan you some grapes. 
And if you do well, you can bring me back the grapes, are you, you know, a little ROI for are me. Are you going to have gun, gumdrop grapes, cotton candy grapes? Ooh, I don't know. This, those trade at a market value. I'm not sure <laughs> if I have the capital. Huh. Um, hi. I, I'm not sure if I'm in the right spot. Uh, I was emailing with someone uh, about on Craigslist about picking up a twin-sized mattress, uh, lightly used. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, with Jim, Bobby, that's my side hustle. I also like to sell goods, used, prop, the lightly used goods. Dang. Yeah, I got a twin mattress. Uh, I heard you had a peeing problem. Yeah, sorry. For some reason, it was less embarrassing when I told that to an adult. Um, I, I'm seeing now that you're a kid. Yeah, but I've got a bit of a peeing problem uh, wetting the bed. And so sir, I, please I don't. To- uh, sir, we didn't comment on any of the clothing items that you chose to wear here today, strange <laughs> as they might be. So please don't um, uh, be ageist in the way that you deal with uh, us here at our business. We are perfectly fine heads of the household, even though we are of, of younger age. Uh, Jesus. You're yeah, so- I'm, a, I'm adult in the mind and in the heart. Now, like I said, this bed is completely liquid resistant. All right. So good. yeah, good. you are good to go. You, you're buying a twin bed? Yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, I mean, <laughs> you guys know how it is. You end up Going through trial separation and needing a new place oh, yeah. fast. And right now I'm just in a studio. Mm, oh yeah, and I know so, about that. Oh, man. Readjusting to that single life, man. I tell you. I don't want to be rude okay. here, but it looks like you could fill out at least a queen. You sure you don't want something I, bigger? Oh, I could. I could. I just couldn't fit a queen into the house. I had to get pretty quickly after my wife threw me out. Oh, well, it's... all right. Your wife threw you out. You said you, you needed something quick. You're getting this bed for me, so that means you probably don't have a frame, and I'm going to let you know right now, I got a red Ferrari frame. Seriously. Perfect for this. Perfect for this bed. Man, I always wanted a Ferrari frame, and my wife never let me get one. Hey, you don't have to worry about getting a ticket in this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I feel so much more comfortable around you guys than some of the fellows at work. Definitely my wife. This is great. It's the business. When you do what you love, it keeps you young. It keeps you young. Oh, so I, I will say this. I wouldn't tell your your um, co-workers that you feel comfortable around children um, <laughs> during the day and, and things like that's, that. So That's actually great advice. Yeah. yeah you're so wise. Can, can I ask you something? I, f- I feel crazy asking you this, but I just yeah, don't know who yeah, to turn ahead. to. I'm just like stuck right now. Like I, a part of the divorce, I think, is I didn't like my job. I wasn't happy in my life. I feel like I committed too soon to the standard, you know, two kids white picket fence, you know, thing. And I just, I'm so lost. Um, You know, whenever I'm feeling lost, I always, I always go to that same place and that same thing that helps me every time. And that's nap time. Okay. <laughs> just take a nap. I got this bed right here Great for nice. you. Ready to go. All right. All right. Uh, what, how much? Uh, what would we agree on? Because I, I know you said three hundred, and I said two fifty. Um, you know what? We had we had some discussions. We never said anything in stone. I will take two pounds of cotton candy grapes. I'll take two pounds of cotton candy. Buddy, I grapes. think it's worth more than that. I think you should. <laughs> as your as your great financial advisor, I would suggest you reconsider uh, and go for the market value. Ah. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking? What what should I do here? Am I am I lowball? Am I what am I doing? Am I? That's a Ferrari oh. bed. 
It's a Ferrari. Oh, bed. I wasn't it's even thinking a- about the bed frame. That was just for the bed. That was just oh, for the oh, bed, oh, sir. Oh. The two pounds of kind grapes, just, just for the bed. I will take some red seedless pre-packaged with cheese and crackers uh-huh. for the bed frame. I'm gonna and, and 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 for my buddies here for helping out with the negotiation. I'd like to also get two pizza lunchables. Three, I know three I'm going pizza uh, lunchables. <laughs> oh, three, three. I wasn't three. even thinking to myself. I know I'm going all over the place. I'm using different currencies, <laughs> but uh, you seem like a man who wants to make a deal. And that, and that you have read me very correctly on that. Uh, absolutely. Look, uh, I'm torn because I came here expecting to spend two hundred and fifty dollars, and it looks like it's going to cost me like six bucks. But also, as a businessman and as a negotiator. You offered me one thing, and then these guys jacked up the price, and I, I, I'm not willing to do the red seedless and the lunchables. What about two uh, two kangaroo dippers, two dunkaroos? Um, we'll stick guys with, the two, hardball. with the two playing hardball. <laughs> I don't like this fucking guy. If this guy keeps <laughs> negotiating, I'm out of here. Hey, hey, this is my financial advisor. Okay, <laughs> I don't like his fucking attitude, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey man, don't let's 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 be civil here, okay? We all got families to go home to, you know. Well, we all got mommies okay, and daddies. <laughs> we all got mommies and daddies and doggies <laughs> and fishies to go home to. All right. Let's all right. This guy leaves civil. or I leave. This guy leaves or I leave. He's rubbing it in, man. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody's gonna calm down. We're all, all gonna right, calm all right. down. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a little I'm heated. Gonna calm down. A little heated. All right. I got to give you a counter offer. Great. Let's scrap the cotton candy grapes. I know that's that's a hard that's a hard sell. You can only get those at what like Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Thank you. What I would like is this next Halloween, I want a whole box of full size Snickers. Genius. Back end points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Strong you know how much money time. I'm going to make with those Snickers come Halloween? It's the art of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You got yourself a deal. You got yourself yes. a deal. Good job. Yes. Yes. I like the energy of what's taking place here today. <laughs> Wait a second. Thank you said ever- you're single, right? You're single now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, what are you eyeing me up and down here? What's going on? I'm just, just, uh, you know, I kind of like the cut of your jib, you know? My mom's, my mom's lonely. But she doesn't like people who pee the bed, so I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> Fuck. What about this as another Damn. business venture? You rent one of us, and you take us to the park. Mm-hmm. We pretend we love you. We pretend you're a guy you want to be around, <laughs> someone who looks like a great match for a lady, and all of a sudden, you look pretty good because this kid listens to whatever you say. He he goes down the slide when you want. He makes a sandcastle when you want. You look like the dad of the year. All right, I, that's really interesting, and I'm I'm leaning towards yes. It'll be uncomfortable because I think my son is in your class. <laughs> wait, which, feel- which, wait, one wait, wait. <laughs> which one is he? Point him out. Who's your son? <laughs> Uh, over there on the uh, on the monkey bar, Sean Jr. Oh, that's the guy I took Sean three Jr. packs of fruit snacks off last week for nothing. 
Yeah, just, man, I'm going to have to ask for a whole box of Snickers and a whole box of Twix now. Just because my son's a loser? He's not a very good negotiator, man. <laughs> yeah, we got to break this generational curse, man. Yeah, man. It See starts you. with you. <laughs> wow. Well, folks, that's the man dog pod. That's not the end of it. It's the beginning. Uh, <laughs> I am your co-host, Dan Lippert, and I'm here again with Ryan Rosenberg. What's Hi, happening, Ryan. Dan? Oh, I am having a nice time, and I'm happy uh, to have our guests, first-time guests here today. Um, and you heard them already, but let's introduce them by name. We've got Hassan Williams. Hi, Hassan. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, and Leonard Smith Jr. Hey, Leonard. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for remembering the Junior. <laughs> oh, is it, is it do you, is it important to remember that for I, you? You know, it's just the name I like to go by. I think it sounds well. You know, my dad is Leonard Smith Senior, so you know, I just I like to like to instant. You know, just make absolutely. Sure remember. Yeah. I think it's cool. I always wanted a Junior, but like I'm not one. So, so it would be real crazy, you know? <laughs> you just change yeah, your name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dad would be like, what the hell are you doing? It's not, I didn't, it's not too late. It's not too late, Ryan. Uh, you can have a Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Junior, right? Maybe, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, uh, I was just hanging out with my dad in Hawaii and I've been hearing this my entire life because I, I grew up with my dad, uh, just me and him. And I guess he, him and my mom got married when he was 19 and they had, and he was 21 when they had me, but. He has a very baby face. He looks young. And my entire life, we'd be like, oh, is this your brother? Is your <laughs> older brother? And he's like, no, it's my dad. And I hadn't experienced that for a long time, but I just went and visited him. And I was hearing it this weekend. And everybody's like, oh, you guys look like twins. You guys look like brothers. And the whole time I was just thinking like, you know, this is a slight towards me. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that you're like in your like 20s, 30s, it's like, oh, okay. Now you're saying I look... <laughs> The wrong age. Years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's younger than I look like an old man. My dad had the opposite thing. He uh, was he was a little bit older when I was born, but just always had like gray hair, like like real early. And so people I remember would always be like, Oh, is this your grandson to me? And he'd be like, No, it's my fucking regular son. <laughs> like, I'm not a hundred <laughs> years old. Like it would piss him off so bad. I remember one time at the dry cleaners, uh, he got really mad at the dry cleaner <laughs> for, for insinuating that he was old. It's it's tough because, like, I'm really sensitive about everything and I don't want to make anyone feel bad ever. But it's hard to then figure out a way to make polite conversation with, like, acquaintances <laughs> or strangers in that situation because you don't want to, like, make any – even, like, be like, so what's uh, what's your mom like or whatever like that. And it's like, oh, actually, my mom's not in the picture. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, uh, it, it, But it's so hard to, like – I'm so sen overly sensitive right. about that. Into mm -hmm. a fault, I think. You don't want to incorrectly assume somebody's family structure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if somebody incorrectly assumes about me, I'm like, oh, who cares? Who doesn't, uh, doesn't matter. You, How could you have known? Whatever. Yeah. But I'm so afraid that whenever I do it, someone's going to be like, you rat bastard. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, had the, I think uh, maybe it's subconsciously for some reason because I had the same thing with my dad, Ryan, where he was older. And um, – I would always, he would never respond really when people would say stuff like that, but I would be really protective of him, like feeling guilty. So I would be like, you know, what, it, what I still do is like make a joke of it or like just move on and try to cement over it right. or whatever. Um, there's no real deep thought there other than that's just the way it <laughs> Gotta was. Gotta take care of your parents, man. It's very clear sometimes. 
Yeah. <laughs> a 10-year-old really has to make sure his 75-year-old dad feels yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got laid before you were old, loser. No, just kidding. Yeah, he's probably listening. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I had like um, – it's funny because I like you'll have, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but you'll have meetings with like the older, usually like white guys in the industry who now are like, I had one recently with a guy who was like, um, how old are you? Am I allowed to ask that? What am I allowed to ask anymore? <laughs> like, do you have a girlfriend? Am I allowed to say that? And it's like, no. <laughs> Actually, it would all have been fine if you just didn't keep. <laughs> yeah, if you would stop alerting me to your gross subconscious, that would be great. <laughs> just be regular. Oh man, yeah. I'm I'm excited to have those situations. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had that true, truly yet. What do you What do you do? Do you ever take the opportunity to like push back on people like that, or do you just kind of like let them have the moment? Because my instinct is to just like let those people just like. You got it. You got it, bro. Yes. Like just, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's the same sentiment whenever I get into an Uber, especially outside of California. Like when I get into an Uber and like for some reason, the Uber driver like feels really, really, really compelled to impart their like whatever <laughs> like worldview or ideology they have on me. And they always approach it like like I am in agreement with them. Right. They're like, yeah. <laughs> These uh, these this woke stuff. Am I right? And I'm just like, well, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> what cue like, did I give you? Here? I was like, yeah. What made you think I'm on right. your side? It it's such a weird thing too. Of um, like, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's been said to death, but like, I never feel like I'm forcing a stranger that I'm meeting to immediately know and have my point of view. But it feels like these guys are, even though they're that they're projecting what the world's doing to them. So they're like, everyone's making me think a certain way. So right when you get in my car, I have to let you know what I think right. and be on the same page as you. And it's like so, like it's, we got fifteen minutes together. <laughs> right. The, the, it is very rare in fifteen minutes with my closest friends <laughs> that we complain about like the culture, <laughs> let alone with a guy I never fucking met whose car like smells like evergreen tree <laughs> rub. On a good day. That's if you yeah, get a good right. Uber. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had this like, I, you know, I don't know if y'all have ever had a moment <laughs> where it's not even the moment that's that important, but like something happens in a moment that's like an epiphany. And I had one where we were, um, it might have been when we went to see John Mulaney, Ryan, and we went to Dantana's. Mm-hmm. And, uh, maybe, I don't know what it was. Anyway, it was in that part of town in like West Hollywood. And I was like paying for parking. And some like really drunk woman like kind of stumbled up with her friends and she was like, yeah, you know, you don't have to pay on a Wednesday. Like you don't have to. And it's like you did have to pay and whatever. And she was like, I got to put money back in my meter. It's only two hours or whatever. And like usually my reaction is to be like really kind and be like, oh, what's that? Oh, really? Okay. And I had a thing there. I was like, if I say nothing, she'll never remember it. (laughs) And my night will be a lot better. And like with people like that, I've just started doing that. It's Mm -hmm. just like. If I don't want to make you feel better about a thing I don't like, I'll just not talk. <laughs> and it feels kind of nice to let that right. sit. Right. Oh, God. What a meeting that was, huh? What a freaking meeting. Confusing. I mean, yeah. Jeez. Crazy in there. Oh, <sighs> I feel like we made some headway, though. Yeah, headway into me losing my mind. 
God. Well, I mean, we I mean, we got the we got the deal done. Did you you had like a bigger problem with like the meeting? Well, just you're you're made to sit there and listen to all this crap. It's like, yeah, I'll turn in my report. Getting yelled at all day. It's like, ugh. Well, I mean, I mean, Ryan, you're you're I mean, not to be that guy. Look, I'm I'm all about synergy. Like I I want everyone at the table to like work together exactly. really well. That's you know. Yeah, yeah. But your report was like it was like two weeks late, and you know it was just a friendly reminder to you know make sure because you know we can't do our jobs right. in in analytics if sales doesn't get their reports right. in. So right, totally. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're you're totally right. You're totally right. That and and the boss, you know, he's got to set that line firm. You're totally right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and firm is subjective. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of just said, uh, you know, hey Ryan, you know. Great job on last last month's report, but let's try to get him right. in on time. But yeah, sure. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my God. Oh my God. This email. Oh, I can't believe too. this. Oh my God. This is Hey, it's Janet's birthday next week. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Janet's birthday. Right. And we're all supposed to be there at eleven fifteen for cake. What what what? What if I have a l- early lunch? Do you do you have an early Not lunch? Not yet. No, no, but I'm just saying well, it's I, like people think they can send me an email and then I just have to bend over backwards for like whatever. Do you know don't you hate how everybody here is like out to get us? Look, yeah, Ryan, I get it. Like, you know, we, we all have tight schedules yeah. here. Like I know birthday birthdays are not the most fun thing to celebrate at the office. It feels a little rote. Feels a little, you know, we all do the same thing. We sing the same song every time. But let's just let's just try to get through it. Let's smile. You know, it's uh, I think it's Matt's birthday today. Uh, we're doing that in a couple seconds. Let's just like let's just let's just get through it. Hey, you know, let's just smile hey. our way through it. Hey, what's going on? It's on Ryan. Hey, Matt. How's hey, it man. going, man? Oh, uh, we got a little birthday thing going on. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I see. Uh, it's Janet's birthday yeah. next week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's all about your day today, though, Matt. Yeah, yeah, it's all about my day. I heard, I heard a little something uh, through the grapevine that somebody had an issue with uh, signing my birthday card. What? Oh, Who? You, they, you found out about that? <laughs> what? Oh, that was supposed to be a surprise, Matt. Who? Yeah, yeah. Everybody would want to sign yours. It's like, I mean, I could, I guess, I could yeah, see if someone yeah. was really busy and their boss was all over their back that they might not have time to to come up with something that's good enough, and then know that they're going to get judged if it's bad. So, yeah. So then they keep writing over and over again, and then the whole card was ruined, and then I just got a, a blank card. All right, Matt. You know what? I'm gonna. It's 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 Hassan from Analytics. I, I'm gonna take ownership on this one. I'm gonna take the brunt of this one. Uh, to be honest, we're on your fifth birthday card at this point. We've been passing <laughs> it around the office, trying to get Ryan to sign it. Uh, he's he's taken weeks. Uh, he took a sabbatical uh, mental health day over it. We're, just, we're, we're trying to make the best. We're trying to make do of what we can here. Um, sales is tough. You know, it's a tough job. We got to do with these meetings. So, yeah, let's just cut some slack. Let's just try to have some cake and keep the synergy going. Guys. And Matt, like happy that. birthday, just, man. You're one of the best yeah, guys birthday, here, man. dude. Thank you so much for just everything. Your energy, your light, the cake. This is great. Absolutely. You know what? It's Absolutely. my birthday. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Should should we sing the company song? The company happy yeah, birthday song. Oh yeah. 
All right. It, oh, I'll dip my head in for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Y'all, y'all sing this song for me. It's my yeah. birthday. <laughs> All right, here we go. One, two, two three. three. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you today. It's, it's your birthday, birthday today. To Matt. There it is. To, to Matt. Matt. Happy birthday, Matt. I love that we are so so about birthdays at this company that <laughs> the owner of the happy birthday song <laughs> insisted and, and sent a cease and, cease and desist <laughs> to us that we are not allowed to sing the actual happy Can birthday Can you believe song. that bullshit? It's such bullshit. I mean, we're just trying to have fun. And it's like it's almost—it's weird. It's almost like somebody reported that we were singing his song at the office. To what to get out of doing the birthdays to- every every? Uh, how many people have b- five birthdays a year here? It feels like. Does anybody want to just let me relax alone in my room? <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not here to point any fingers. There was there was a complaint issued to corporate about singing happy birthday. I don't know who it was. It was signed anonymous in sales. Uh, I don't know who it was. God. But handwriting like, wise, we do have a lot of samples of Ryan's handwriting specifically. If we do. I, as we know, Ryan has made a lot of personal notes that he's passed yeah. around the office and we do have reference of his handwriting. So Ryan, you want to come forward about this? Hey man, Hassan, I just want to say thank you, dude. You're so supportive, man. You're like my best friend here, dude. Everybody else is crazy dude <laughs> all right look all right i like i get you you did you we we do have the same therapist um but i think we you thank been you for that wreck by the instructed. way hold on hold on hold on hold on ryan what did you just whisper into sanzi i just said thank you man because he's he's so supportive of me and I, and you guys are supportive too but i don't think we've like broed out as hard as me and asan have like outside of work like i we well, happened to go to the I, same happy hour one time um, cause yeah. I have, uh, just for no reason, we just happen to both be there oh, oh. and, 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 um, he's just really nice to me. So just because you both like trashy ass Buffalo wild wings, you guys, well, are I cool. don't, I mean, I don't know why we have to, uh, bu- why we have to bash BWW while, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, they got the wings in all of this. I mean, yeah, they, they got the wings. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's, when you want to watch football and eat fantastic wings and with fantastic service, I mean, we, I don't think we have to trash BWW, do we? B-dubs? It's just, I, I remember the time you guys ran into each other because you posted a Facebook story or an Instagram story about it. While we were at my house watching the game, getting, we had Troy Aikman's Wingstop delivered. So, Wingstop, yeah. the superior wing. Dude, like yeah, what, is a, this going to be a turf there. war now? Am I going to have to spend my whole day arguing about this? I, hey, Let's we want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Is that such a crime? Am I really hurting everybody here? No, let's do this. It's a half day. This is totally voluntary, but like for Matt's birthday, I say we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. If you don't mind going the, getting the less superior wing, just as a way to be like, hey, anyone who can wants can come to this. What do you think, Matt? Fine, I will do it. I will try to mend this relationship. You don't. We don't need to cross that bridge and go into a turf war. We don't need that. Um, all right. Now should now should I should I start a group text to make sure that we all have the right address and are end up at the same location? Because I know Ryan. Sometimes you have an issue with you know following the GPS instructions. That would be great. And you kind of that would be great yeah. for me. And you end up okay. at a 
not just the wrong Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever, but a totally different restaurant sometimes. Or. Ryan, you still have a Razor flip phone? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. What is this fucking group text coming in? It's bullshit. Like, I'm supposed to respond to everybody on here? This is so crazy. I Ryan, think that a lot of this it. is like condolences to you, Ryan. Why? What? What's wrong? Am I being cast out? <laughs> no, no. I mean, Ryan, you, you you lost your you lost your teenage son last week. Fucking bull- bullshit! Everybody's <laughs> such bullshit. Such bullshit. Because you know what's been really bothering me? The funeral house. They're fucking busy. And I can't even get in That's there. The funeral house? Yeah. They, you, so the, you, they've been giving you a hard time? Yeah, it's personal. <laughs> uh, cut, to the, cut to their funeral house. <clears throat> sir, yeah. we're close today. We're close today. <laughs> it's 2 a.m., sir. It's we're 2 a.m. What are you, too busy again? <laughs> sir, I have a family at oh. home. They, I have to go see well, my I'm not family. the only one out here. What, this guy's waiting, too. Yeah, you're trying to get in here because apparently they're not seeing people after midnight. Wait, is this not a strip club? <laughs> sir, no, sir. Again, again, sir. This is not a strip what? club. It, it wasn't last. No. Wait a second. Wait, wait, sir. You know that it's. You know that this is a funeral home. You've been begging us to bury your son it at two a.m. knocking on the door. I'm bereaved. Okay, you should put formaldehyde in my son. And a little bit of liquor in my cup, man. This is this is what I need, sir. All business ventures uh, that you're proposing aside, I mean, whether that's a good idea is neither here nor there. This but is two a.m. and we don't operate it. We don't operate twenty four seven. It's not a twenty four seven funeral house. David, honey, David, you're, yeah. it's three in the morning. You smell like formaldehyde again. I Did know. you try to go to the strip club and go to the wrong place? Ah, uh, listen, listen. I don't like to use my GPS. And sometimes I get lost, honey, okay? Honey, there you were bright have... lights. There was a man standing outside. I thought he was waiting in line for the strip club. Look, honey, I let you go to the strip club once a month just to be free, all right? You have to use that time wisely. This is the third time you've gone to a funeral home. Well, if I, I'm already there. I got to get a little taste of that from Odd Hot, you know? I got to get a little <laughs> oh, taste. Girl, my man is such an idiot. I try to give him one day a month, you know, to go out and have a, a good time and ha- have free time. But he does worse stuff than I even want him doing. Oh, tell me about it. What's uh, he up to? He went and spent almost $100,000 at a Costco. And I was like, well, I thought you were going to the strip club. Why would you spend all that money on big box products? Almost six figures at a Costco? Yes, it's ridiculous. First he said it's about his GPS, and then he said his Apple wallet is stuck open. I, I just almost feel like men don't even, it, it was never that they wanted to go to the strip club. It's that they wanted to do something we didn't want them to yes. do. And when we allowed them the strip club, they found yes. something else. Costco, funeral uh, homes. <laughs> <laughs> buffets. For me, he's been doing buffets a lot. See? <laughs> Sorry. Damn. <laughs> oh, wow. That was, was fun. That was fun. <laughs> man i haven't oh, man. been to a strip club in a very long time like since not that i was frequenting them really ever that much but i haven't <laughs> been like since before pandemic because it's just something that's been totally 
out of my mind. Is that something that's still, I mean, I'm sure it's still happening, obviously. I, I bet. Yeah, I bet like early pandemic strip club was one of the weirder <laughs> vibes you could get. Into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, right. How um, pretty are, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> needs a mask, but nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Um. I went to a strip club uh, last time I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas for a buddy's bachelor party and we went to a strip club and I had been to strip clubs before, but I'd never been to a strip club in Vegas and I'd never been to a strip club like for a bachelor party. And I had a friend who was hammered. He got so hammered in the strip club and he disappeared for hours (laughs) with with uh, one of the dancers. And the last, the next time I saw him was hours later. It's like four in the morning. We're like, all right, we're leaving. And we're like, we're walking out and we're passing by like the lobby area. And we see our buddy, John, who is like, (laughs) like asleep on his feet, like trying to put his uh, ATM card in the ATM. And the dancer is just like there standing with her hand on his chest, like instructing him how much money. Oh, no. And we're like, that's John. That's and we just like, we just left him. Oh, no. It was I've horrible. had that experience, too. Um, Not me personally, but being there with a friend who was like, yeah, I went back to the ATM twice. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. man, you got to set a limit. Yeah, we had a really embarrassing one because like me and my high school friends went to vegas i probably when we turned like 21 or 22 and Mm -hmm. we all like hit that age and Mm -hmm. uh, like i have the picture in my head we all like wore suits but like too big for us you know what i mean like we looked like we were still like still little boys wearing like our dad's outfit to a bar mitzvah uh, and and we just like must have had the biggest targets on our head for Vegas like ripoffs. Mm-hmm. And so we leave, we're leaving that we're at the Sahara at like the very end of the strip. It doesn't even exist anymore. And uh, the guy downstairs is like, "Oh, you guys want to go dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to this uh, this place. It's a strip club, but it turns into a dance club after 10 p.m. And uh, yeah, you, you know, I can get your limo there for free. Just tell them I, I sent you. I gotta do the dancing. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, it feels like those things should be reversed. <laughs> but we like we were such like dweeby little guys that like we didn't yeah. really want to go to a strip club, so we were like, oh, perfect. So we take this free limo. We get there. We go in. We still have to pay a cover. We still tell them the guy sent us. I don't know why we're helping him. And we go in, and it's just a strip club. Like it, <laughs> I don't know what we had imagined, but it was like that. And one of my friends, like, same thing, disappeared and came back. And we're like, what happened up there? He's like, I don't really remember, but they had a lot of champagne and strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just remember that being a very funny oh image. God. What up, bachelor party bros? What up? Yes, what sir? up? All right, yo, I got the sickest night planned for us in Vegas. Yo. We're about to go to this spot. It's just past the Sahara. Just past the Sahara. Not too far. But, yo, okay. it's a strip club. It's a strip club, right? We all love yes, strip yes, clubs. Sir. We all love to see them things thanging. <laughs> uh-huh. But, look, check this out. The best part is, after 10 o'clock, they let us dance. <laughs> damn. Oh, mm-hmm. damn. So we get to. Wait, I wait, wait, wait. Smiles. We can okay. go dance. What's, what's that? We're dancing. Oh, yeah. Oh, you heard me right. Okay. You heard me right. Dab me up, dog. Oh, Dab me up. Yeah, yeah. So we get to get up on stage with the ladies and get a little bit closer. That's what you're saying. No, no. so here, here's the best part. The ladies, they get to take the rest of the night off because they're okay. tired. They've been dancing. They've been doing their thing for us all <laughs> early yeah, respect, evening. Respect, respect, respect women. Yeah, respect. yeah. And, 
Yeah, so, so, but by, they, so they, that means they're going to, like, hang out with us and, like, dance on the dance floor with us, right? No, nah, so look, now, nah, nah, so look, because they're really about workers' rights there. So, like, they really want to make sure that these dancers get their full, nice rest so that they come back tomorrow and they're well-rested. So it's at about 9.45, they start to clear out. And then that's when we get in our bag right at 10. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. Wow. I, I honestly, I'm up for, like, like, like we said... Everybody gets their one no veto experience tonight, right? That's so right. That's, we all agreed to that. We all agreed to that. <laughs> if that's yours, I'm down. I, I have a couple logistical questions. Are people tipping us? Hey, Dan, you're 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 very right to you're very in the clear to ask these questions. It is your bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All so right. go ahead. What Thank was the you question? all again for being here. Oh, Thank yeah, you absolutely. all again for being here, man. Yeah, that's that's really I'm so excited that's you're getting friends. married, bro. So excited. Um are, are we getting tipped or are we just dancing generally? Well, no, we we can we can get all the tips we want, baby. It's we can make it okay. rain in there. So whoever is still left in the crowd when we get up on the stage and we hit the pole, we get all that money, Jack. All of it. Okay, right. so that means we we don't have to pay a cover then, right? No. So we if we're gonna get there from when the girls are dancing, we do have to pay a cover. And then because it's technically a different show, when we start dancing, there is an additional right. cover on top of that. Yeah. for us. But we make but we make all that yeah for us. But we make all that money back by. If we okay. do good on stage, well, I remember, you know, we got to earn it. You know, it's not going to it's going to be work. It's going to be work. It's going to be. So the, I, I should probably tell you guys that now it's going to be work, so but it's going to be fun. So though. the bit. So we got to fill out like a W2 or something. Is the business paying us? Like, what's? <laughs> no, nah, it's totally under the table, bro. It's totally. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the that. yeah. What happens? Yeah, no the, taxes. No, keep Uncle Sam. Well, I remember it looks we like, had kind of set like a late, a late dinner res. And I don't really want to move that because it's at a cool mm. place. So. Yeah, I went ahead and canceled oh. that for you. Um, I figured because this is Dan's wedding, I figured like his he, what he wants should be prioritized, and I figured that he would love yeah. this because he remember when he remember from when you know, for Mother's Day when we all went ballroom dancing, he was like, we should go ballroom dancing with our moms. That was really fun. Yeah, and I'm like, that Dan loves dancing, awesome. so I'm like, what better yeah. way to yeah? That was I, it was oddly, we didn't expect it, but I, she was lit. I wasn't there for that. You all know that my mom passed. Uh, Tragically, yeah, right? Tragically on the way to the ball. Um, sorry and, about yeah, that. Yeah, what a know. crazy turn of events. Sorry, I never asked about that. I just didn't want to get into an uncomfortable conversation with Understandable, you. Understandable, you really good. wanted to ballroom dance. So I, I get Yeah, right. it was your idea. You were fair to not ask that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, the, uh, I, I, again, I'm on board. I'm just kind of like, I just saw the limo driver put the address in. This place is called the Captain Crunch Casino. <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty far <laughs> off the strip. <laughs> it, it looks like well, it's barely look, state line. It depends on where you start. If you start to GPS from where we are here right now in the Cosmo, it is pretty far. Yeah. But if you, like That's I said, I it's just past from. the Sahara. Yeah. If you start it from the Sahara, it's it's only another 30 minutes right. from there. Well, hey, if it's a casino, we'll dance a little, I guess. We'll definitely, I, I'm still going to get a dance while we're there for for the early evening oh, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am glad you canceled dinner. Yeah, so, so we we have some time yeah. with the ladies at least. There's going to be a lot yeah. of ladies there, right? There's going to be ladies. Y- yes, there will be a lot of ladies there. Yes, um, this, this is a, a a night where they're encouraging the ladies to take the night off if they can. <laughs> so we're, we're really going to get like, you know, the, the dancers who really want to be there, which is why I'm that's, excited. That's actually good. You do yeah, really want to be there. I can tell there. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you no, want to be excited. around people who want to who be around you, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, of course. You want to go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. <laughs> Damn, I like that. That's really <laughs> I nice. I love that mindset. Yeah. I love that mindset. Mm-hmm. You should put that uh, on a shirt. Oh, I did. Uh, if you go in your bags, you all have a shirt that says that. <laughs> oh, we can wear this for the dance. 
<laughs> yeah, we can wear this. I figure we would all match for our dances. Um, and then that's the way we're going to get tips, baby. We got to, you know, oh, we look at dance. This. It says a celebration for a lifelong of toleration. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Huh. Which I, I, I do feel like that's that a one. dig, but I, you know, I, <laughs> you know, we got a rough. We got to bust each other a little bit. Yeah, I like, I like a roast. I like hey, a Dan, roast. What do you? Yeah. Just, we're having so much fun here. You know what I mean? And I and I like the yeah. the weird way it's it's turning. What do you think Julie's up to this weekend? You think she's going kind of wild, or you think she's uh, like? I heard she's, a couple of her friends that she's meeting up with are like crazy. Damn. They're like. Uh, so I think they're probably gonna get a little nuts and I said, go for yeah. it. Like the crazier she gets, I think the less guilty I feel. Totally. So even, even why? Yeah. Have you taught, have you seen anything? No, on, I, on I guess I'm just soft launching no. because after the sort of strip club, I found a place that's a little bit, uh, a little bit dirtier. And I was in, I was, I was curious if y'all wanted to go. Oh, like a cat ranch kind of thing. Oh, this is new to me. Ranch, yeah. I mean. yeah, but yeah, it's one of those places. It's one of those places that's like, yeah, it's, it's strippers, but there's other stuff on the menu. If you know what I mean? Oh, oh. I mean, we did, we okay. said for this weekend hall pass. So just be safe. It was the only rule. Right. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Be respectful. And I, this place is their employment stuff is above board. It's all good. I mean, I think, you know, after we get our dance on, maybe we need to go relax a little bit, if you know what I mean. Maybe get a massage. Well, what? Love that. Okay. Now, now I wouldn't be the best man that I am if I didn't uh, call ahead to this place (laughs) and make sure that it was up to our union standards. (laughs) So not only are the women going to be fine, Mm -hmm. are they going to be willing and ready but by three in the morning, when we get there, they all gonna go home, baby. <laughs> and wait, what? No, At they're three? leaving. They're out of there. They're at three in the morning. I figure we'll probably be dancing for at least at least four or oh, five God. hours at the club. So you canceled dinner, signed up for four or five hour dance, and then you're sending all all the prostitutes home. Well, well, you got to think about this. There's there's like a risk. There's like a return on investment. There's like a law of diminishing returns. You got to dance long enough to make enough money back to to pay off, to break even on the cover charge, which sure. is $300. Oh, Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> so we make our money back. We break even by dancing four or five, six hours at the club. And then we're going to be tired. We're going to be ready to relax. So what better way than to go to a little bunny ranch situation and see what kind of business we can drum so up over there. you just want us to go sleep at the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't even really want to touch the mattress at all, to be honest. That's not what I'm thinking of it for. Wait, how much did it cost you to get all these girls sent home at 3 in the morning? That's prime time Bunny Ranch hours. Look, I'm not going to lie. I did have to take a second out of my house, but that's how much I love Dan. Damn. Damn. I did not need you to do that. That is above and beyond. Again, we each got a veto night, Uh, no veto night. So we're going to go, we're going to go dance at Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Then we're going to the bunny ranch and we're going to, we're going to have a a good old fashioned sleepover (laughs) on the bed. All right. Well, yeah, I love you guys. Thanks so much for celebrating. Yeah, I love you too. Absolutely. To Dan. To Dan. To the weirdest bachelor party I've been on. Sorry, are these all non-alcoholic? Oh, (laughs) yeah. We have to go in and uh, and step on these grapes and make the. (laughs) You sent the alcohol home. (laughs) (laughs) The ladies. They're home. They're out of there. (laughs) (laughs) They're out of there. They're getting rest. 
They're getting their full eight hours. <laughs> They'll be back tomorrow ready to hit it. <laughs> They're gonna be well taken care of. That's good. We'll You're be- great. You'd be a great guy to have on that party. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think again. Like, I guess this is just circular, circular conversation. Like the last, like bachelor party we did. I haven't done it much, but the last one we did was just like I've done a couple. They're just like we go to Big Bear and just <laughs> all the guys finally hang out and just have a nice time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, everybody just goes, like, man, I really missed you guys. (laughs) Yeah, I had a very um, chill uh, bachelor party this summer in Chicago. We just went, like, to a Cubs game and just, we went to, like, Second City. Just, like, (laughs) it was. That gets expensive. It it does. Is Second City, like, crazy expensive? Yeah, it was, like, a, it was, I I can't necessarily remember. I want to say it was $30, $40 or something like that. Um, But uh, I just remember, though. We were all drinking, and it was like a half improv, half sketch show. It was like in kind of in one. And at one point, they asked for a time period for this scene. And me being a little tipsy at the time, I was just an asshole. It was funny. I went the Jim Crow era. (laughs) (laughs) And the house manager came up to me. She's like, we do not do that. We don't do that here. And I was like, oh, shit, man. My bad. I wonder wonder if this section just like died laughing. (laughs) And then they made a Jim Crow joke later in the the set. And I was like, oh, you assholes, man. You made me feel bad. (laughs) They They had like a sketch, like a whole thing with the Jim Crow. Like it was like they were at a, um, bird watching place or a zoo or something and they were talking about different crows and then uh one of them was related, like related to see one was like what? <laughs> they're like oh that's a gym crow and I was like uh, okay you heard it you heard what they <laughs> you heard me uh that's so funny where it's like the stereotype of like a bachelor party it would be like you know dicks are like big titties Jim Crow Jim Crow style Redlining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gerrymandering. (laughs) I wonder if if the lady, if you had, like, asked her, like, we don't do that here. If you were like, what what do you mean? (laughs) 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 What don't you you do here? (laughs) Why? Did something happen once? Did you try and you made a mistake? Did something happen once? I feel like for stuff like uh, bachelor parties or anything like that, that's like, um, you know, you're supposed to sort of like let loose or go crazy or whatever. Like, I'm always afraid to do it because then I like live with the memory of like whatever I have done, you know. But then because Mm -hmm. of that, I'm like really scared to do anything. So like the impulse to do something crazy keeps building up stronger and stronger. (laughs) Because I never do it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. well, I got to do something. I'm like 36 right now. I got to do something that like lets off a little of this steam or else I'm going to be like a really weird 45 year old. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I used to feel it about like even dating or whatever. Like in high school, I was like too afraid of women and like just didn't really do any dating or whatever. So then I felt like a little bit of like arrested development in that area in like college or after college or whatever. Um, and I guess it's still that way for just a lot of things. I'm like, I don't know, afraid to make a big mistake or whatever. But, but then I'm also like, I've never fucking made any of these mistakes. I got a lot of mistakes in here to make. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I know. When did you guys, when did you guys gain the confidence of like, I feel like, like at a certain, at a certain age, you gain the confidence of like, 
yeah, I am a viable like romantic right. partner. Like I could go out right. in here and, and I can I could I could get a girl. Like I could mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like when did you guys gain that confidence? Depends like, on the week. I could go get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you guys don't remember like a specific I, moment or anything? I I'm trying like, to remember. I feel like mine was I think after I had gotten out of like my first long term relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Afterward, I was like, all right, uh, yeah, I'm out here. And I think I was like maybe 29 at the time. Right. I was just like, all right. I, I think it was the apps. It was just the whole dating scene. And then moving to L.A. just made me, I, I, just made me be like, oh, okay, people like me. <laughs> like, this yeah. is great. Yeah, truly after doing, uh, that makes sense too. Like after like a good relationship, I was like, oh, it's not all the scary stuff I thought it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you're yeah the other person also wants to be there. I'm not like begging them to do something they don't want to do, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I am only that confident when I am in a relationship where it's like mm. uh I'm in a relationship it's like oh yeah, I'm so cool, I'm so fuckable, <laughs> everybody wants me. Everyone I'm talking to is flirting with me and I'm like sorry, I'm right. taken. And then the second I'm single, I'm like uh, at a bar and I'm like, damn, everyone here knows I'm ugly and weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I, I think my issue for a long time and still kind of is, I'm so like weird where I'm always thinking like how other people think and feel I'm like empathetic but I'm like I don't want to harass anyone like I don't I like for me to talk to a girl like in a club or in a bar or something you have to give me a hundred signals <laughs> like I think that was like even mm-hmm. my problem in the past right. even when I did feel a little confident it's like I don't like she's not here to be hollered at by me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and so I just need a few eye connections and then maybe and then by the time I maybe am ready to, to finally be like, hey, it's like, oh, it's over. The night's over. Or she well, just kept been looking like, at me weird all night. <laughs> 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 you should have just said something the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. No, I, feel the same. I, learned, I learned a great lesson walking down Sunset years ago. Uh, maybe it was a great lesson. I don't, I've probably told this story before. I think I did with on an episode recently. But um, a woman was walking down the street and a guy pulled up and like, it was like a Tesla or a Jaguar. So he rolled down his window. He's like, Hey, can I holler at you? And she was like, no. And he was like, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> have a good day. And like, uh, obviously the, the, she should have, be able to move through the world without having to deal with that. But it yeah, felt right, like, like, right. like, Oh, if I could at least not swing fully to his side of the pendulum, but like take a little of that energy yes. when I'm, at a bar where people are going to to meet people and whatever and be like, hey, um, can I, like, talk to you? And so I was like, no, I'd be like, have a good day. Like, <laughs> that would be a great way to move through the world, but I don't Yeah, have the that. issue is I'm not that cool with rejection, <laughs> you know? But if, if yeah, I was cool with part. rejection, it would be like, yeah, okay, see ya. <laughs> I, the thing that's really hard from, or was, and still is, and this is embarrassing, but I'll admit it, is you want to, sometimes I want to go up to some people and be like, Hey, a lot of people think I'm really funny in the comedy world. You know, it's like. <laughs> That's a great opener. <laughs> like, I just want to, like, hey, just to catch you up. Like, I know it doesn't look like a podcast following. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like when I, perf- I, I perform in front of a lot of people and I, when I do it, they laugh. And like a lot of people in my community are attracted to me. I just don't want to date people in my community. So like, just so you know, I'm catching you up on that. I haven't made it onto TV really or anything like do that. Do you hear but- the sound of this voice? Is it not pleasant? <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, it's uh, it's nice to meet you. My name is Dan. Uh, I don't really do the speed dating thing often, but uh, I would like to let you know that I have a very well-known comedy podcast, and I'm uh, super funny on it. And also, 
I'm married, so. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah. You're- That's why I'm so confident and, <laughs> and charismatic. So you're like in a polyamorous relationship you oh no 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 not ethically not not uh ethically non-monogamous none of that i'm super monogamous but uh uh, i just wanted to let you know i'm putting you on notice of how available you wish i probably was (laughs) (laughs) oh oh okay You should probably like see a therapist or something because this is weird this is a weird place this is a weird i i spent sixty dollars okay for this and you are not even a potential suitor. Why are you doing this to me? Look, I think everyone should understand what it's like to be in the presence of a true catch, a true 10, if you will. Oh, so I'm lucky to be in your presence right now? It's, it, I think of this as more of like a, like a, like a hitch situation. <laughs> I'm trying to let you know what, the, what you can aspire to so that you can go out there and be the best you in your relationship. Because me, I'm happily married, and I didn't accomplish that by luck or osmosis. You accomplished that by being, I guess, super... By having a very successful comedy podcast, and I'm very (laughs) funny on that podcast. (sighs) Well, you know what? I don't have a successful comedy podcast. That's okay. I do have multiple degrees. I... I, Any uh, of them funny? (laughs) No, I have no degrees in being funny. <laughs> okay, do you mind if I write some of this down? I'm just going to get a good... Uh, just Wait a second, a, uh, you came here? You're using me for material now? <laughs> no, no, I'm not writing this down for... And uh, I am lonely. I am trying to have someone put their penis inside of me, okay? <laughs> We're going to get there. But first, we have to start with finding your comedic voice. <laughs> Ding! All right, everybody, that is the All right, that's minutes. it for me. Uh, so why don't all the men stand up and move to your right? All the ladies right. will stay Excuse seated. Me. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Hello. Oh, hello. You are. You have the prettiest eyes. What is your name? Hi, I'm Michelle. Oh, thank Hi, Michelle. you. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, my name is Dan. I have a very successful comedy podcast. Yeah, uh, actually... What is your podcast called? Oh, I, I don't have a podcast, but I, I couldn't help. Most of my last date was just listening in on yours because it was it was so shocking to me how you were being so i heard a lot of what's what it you were like saying. to be on a date I regrettably with didn't uh, we didn't really get to have a date last time because we were both listening to him <laughs> you, um you know what uh it was honestly it was a bit jarring but um you know the dating world is so messed up that i'm not even i'm not even surprised you know totally uh, just to let you know i'm i'm actually married i'm just here to see all the fucking freaks and weirdos <laughs> that are like out here trying this it's such a like science experiment, you know what I mean? Like it's so. Is this is it an actual science experiment? Is is there any type of production value to this, or is there? Oh no, no, is, no it's this? not my job. It's just sort of a hobby. I have plenty of money, so sixty bucks is like not a waste for me. Um, and I just come to see like you know what's going on down here. Like like that dude was so weird, you know what I mean? But also, there's some pretty pathetic ladies too. Anyway, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> You, do you not think you are weird? Uh, no, I drive a Durango. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I worked a double to pay for this, you know, and I just want to have sex with someone. That's all I want. I just came here to hopefully find someone. 
My ears are burning. <laughs> to break me off. My ears are burning. Looks like this guy hello, next, hello. The, the next guy is pretty interesting. Milady. Okay, I, he's, he's stroking the sides of his mustache right now. That's right. He has a, it's, oh, it's a nervous habit. Fu Manchu. Okay, yes. like I, yeah. I don't know. Ding! Oh all yes, right, we're gonna have yes, all yes, the, yes, yes. Uh, we're gonna have all the all the gentlemen rise, all the ladies stay put. Uh, I think that rule sucks. I think the ladies should have to move. Um. Okay. So you, I heard you saying earlier about how you just wanted to say, "My name is Vincent." Vincent. Like Van Gogh. Okay, I like that. And what's your name, beautiful? <laughs> My name is Miranda. Miranda. I was missing an ear, If too. you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind talking into this right side of me. I don't know why I thought a speed dating <laughs> event inside of a 400-square-foot room was going <laughs> to... Well, I know. It's idea. been so tough. I'm glad we both found someone who wants the same thing. Just a little sex. And, uh, <laughs> hang on. I'm going to take a quick sip of this milk here. <laughs> Why do you have a goblet of milk with you? <laughs> well, because... Excuse me. Excuse me. Hi, my uh, name's Dan. Uh, I, I was on another date, but um, that ended poorly. So I just wanted <laughs> to come over here and uh, and ask you guys. Um, excuse me. What, what is your name? Hi, Vincent. Like Vincent. And what is your name? Uh, Mar- oh, her? No, no, yeah, her. Sorry. What was it? Vincent and Miranda. We were on a date earlier. Oh, yes. Sorry. I do remember now. Um, I, I think what's going on, what needs to happen here is you guys need to establish each other's want. All right. Once we know what each other's want is, we can know how to disrupt that and we can really birth is some comedy improv here. Country? And then. Sorry, what was your name? Sorry, what was your name? All right, Caleb. I want to. Can I? Can I pimp you into something, sure. Caleb? Hey, what's up? We're speed dating. Uh, our coach is Dan. He's also in the group. Uh, uh, ding. All right, we're gonna have all the women stay put, and all the men are gonna move places. Boom. <laughs> Scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I first started improv and like didn't I thought it was the coolest thing in the world and didn't realize that most of the world just doesn't care about it. Like it used to be a fantasy of mine of like, what if we just did a show at this place? <laughs> you know, and it and it would have been like the most mortifying, like, there's already a bunch of people here. You're telling me they wouldn't laugh. And it's like, yes, they wouldn't yeah. laugh. They'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> I always think about that. Um, I was listening to, like, I love listening to old standups, like, and like talk about like how they started. And I remember listening to uh, um, Sinbad was talking about his early days, and he was talking about how like him and um, uh, Jim Carrey would like open for musical acts and things like that, like when they were starting out, like they would go on tour with rock bands and stuff like that. Uh, and I can only imagine if like improv teams did that. <laughs> like, imagine you're going to see the Rolling Stones right. or something. And there's like an improv team that starts out. All right, guys. It's just very funny. Oh man, um, it's uh, there's nothing that feels less cool. Totally. I actually, um, one of my coworkers is telling me about somebody that runs a show out here or something, and it's like 
his improv team got booked for a show and they were like rappers. <laughs> they were like they were like rappers on the show and like all this shit. And they were the only improv team. <laughs> Incredible. I if I had to do improv in front of somebody who like did rap successfully, I'd be like, just kill me. Just fucking kill me now. <laughs> what about a a prank TV show that's just every episode is booking improv groups? <laughs> Opening for like the wrongest app. Possible. That's really funny. <laughs> you like you build up oh everybody on the group. And it's like, hey, my name's uh, Andy. I'm 24. <laughs> I, I went to Harvard, and I just love improv. <laughs> I remember Dan. Oh do you remember doing that show at that club on Kawanga? We got invited that to was, like a very yeah, cool, uh, to me, you know, too hip for us club, and it was like. Kind of a mm-hmm. mixed show, like stand-ups, and the stand-ups did okay because you're like talking directly to the audience. But we were there and right. tried to do like some sort of like sketch, and we even like had like a script in our hand and would like, but it was like fake. It was it was just because the, the sketch was our t- we have a table yes, read yes. sketch, so we like had the okay. scripts and we like did the fake table read standing up, but it did not go but well. Because half the crowd was like, or like a tenth of the crowd was people who were there for the comedy. And then the other people was just like people there in mini skirts and like trying to get drunk and dance on Coenga. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, and the whole uh, room was like white and plastic. Like it felt like an eighties Coke den. It was so awful. <laughs> and then that guy was his name. Julian yeah, McCullough. Jordan. Yeah. He the, the stand up. It was like a. It, first of all, we didn't do great. The stand up that came on after us made fun of us, but then also yes. bombed. And it was just like a bad vibe. That was like uh, hurtful and then vindicating. Yeah. yeah. And then Julia McCullough came up, and I didn't really know who he was. But the first, he comes up and like it was the first person to address it, and he was like, "This place reminds me of when I used to be an asshole." <laughs> and it was like the perfect way to like call out how everyone else there was an asshole. But also mm-hmm. make fun of himself right. and, like, just mm-hmm. the location. Yeah, he was talking about oh, doing yeah, the bump in the bathroom, like, with a key or something right before an improv show. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh, funny. my goodness. Yeah. I, I still, nothing was worse than when I did improv after Pete Davidson did stand-up for a group of high schoolers. Oh. Where it was like, <laughs> this guy who everybody kind of wants to fuck and is really too cool for school, you love him? Yeah. How about some people you've never heard of doing <laughs> improv? <laughs> They put you on after Pete Davidson. Yeah, it was. Oh my yeah, goodness. it was wild. Oh, that's disrespectful. <laughs> I think I've maybe told the story on here before. So the quick version is just that Judd Apatow. It was when um, Love was being made, the uh, Paul Russ uh-huh. TV show, and he and for his like kids' grad night, where it's like <laughs> you don't drink, you go somewhere. They had asked yeah. like Paul Russ to put together an improv team, and so it was like him and Drew Tarver and a couple other people, and then uh-huh. he had to bail. So Drew was like, "Hey Dan, do you want to do it? It's me and Betsy Star." And I was like, "Sure." And then him and uh-huh. Betsy bailed. And so I, like, was already the least <laughs> famous person of the group. And then I was planning the show. Oh, that's And so, awful. like, went and did it. And, like, it was, like, Dan Aykroyd was there because his kids went to that school. And it was just, like, you get to see a celebrity. <laughs> and now this and guy. someone who will never be one because of this event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One sec. Sounds like torture. One. One time. Oh, we got a battery. Battery issue.
Um, what do you think, Dan? Maybe one more uh, good scene? And yeah, I think that'll be great. perfect. Yeah. Cool. Great, great. As Leonard's fixing his battery right now, I'll use this opportunity to say I was, I am self-conscious. I want to say on mic that I am currently very happy in my relationship. <laughs> 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 and not trying to date around. Good, good, good. <laughs> you hear me, Drew? Um. Hmm. Yeah, Let's what's see. this last scene going to be about? Do we want to do a scene about right. improv? <laughs> <laughs> Those are always fun. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll take you backstage. Uh, are you the magician? It is me, the great Calismo. <laughs> <laughs> I love your vibe, man. That's great. Um, what do you mean you love my vibe? <laughs> Well, you know, you're not like everybody else, right? Like, it's not bad, but yeah. I am the great Galismo. Hey, well, what's up, Jimmy? Wonderful. I'm just going to head on back. That's cool. Great. Um, this is the great Calismo. Calismo, uh, this is um, uh, Twiggy from Corn. Uh, you'll be opening for his band here. Ooh, Twiggy from Corn. I am the great Calismo. Uh, very, very excited to grace your presence and perform before you and. Corn? Corn. All right, okay. dude, but we just need six beers in the back. So whenever you're ready, just bring those on back. Thanks. Um, great. Yeah. They're great dudes. Um, they're very, they, they want like 40 beers on the night, but they keep making me bring them in. Mm, great Calismo senses some weird energy. Well, great Clismo, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I, you know, I'm mostly just kind of state managing this thing and tour managing and everything. Well, yeah. uh, yes, but the, the great Clismo noticed that he he was covered in tattoos and he had dreads and oh yeah, this, what yeah. is uh, I, yeah, I'm here so. to do magic for young children, preteens, <laughs> seniors, seniors. Uh, Perhaps people of all those ages, but they, yeah, this they're um, a new metal band, and kind of like an aggressive rock band, um, and so you're you're on in um, you're on in five, new and metal. you've got thirty minutes, yeah. Aggressive, aggressive rock. <laughs> yeah, we we just with the openers, we allow the the venue to book the opener, and so usually that it's just another rock band. But um, excited to see what you've got. Is it like a is it like a David Blaine type magic? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't believe in all that fiddle-faddle. <laughs> the great Calismo Cl- does classics. Real magic. Wow, okay. Uh, uh, one suggestion I'll use is don't say fiddle-faddle on stage in front of this crowd. <laughs> don't say fiddle-faddle. If I don't, I, that can't be that hard for you, is right? That, is that not the jargon <laughs> the kids are using today? No, no, wow. You really, um, have you been around for a while? Like, have you been doing magic for a while? Oh, only for 65 years. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you look great. Wow, I had no idea. Um, it's the magic. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, got to um, tell me your secret. Oh, you know, just um, love. Uh, I'm just <laughs> looking for my animals, for my um, doves and for my, my bunny rabbit. Uh, I haven't seen them around. Oh, uh, shit. I hope they didn't get into Ozzy's dressing room. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne's going up after corn. Um, we um, want corn. I'll- we want corn. We oh, they're want so excited corn. for the show. We All these people, so for the show. I mean, I love vegetables, but they're chanting for corn. I don't. I don't corn understand. is the name of the band. Yeah, it's with a K. Sorry. Yeah, no, they're not just. 
they're not just Daniel. Daniel, step into my office. Yeah. Daniel, <laughs> do you have an issue with the venue and the openers that I have picked for this event? Well, it's just it's it's it was tough. It's really tough. Silence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, as a member of the Great Magic Council, have been running this venue since nigh before time itself. (laughs) I think I know, regardless of who the headliner is, who the opener must be. I totally hear what you think is going to (laughs) work. I do feel like you're setting up some of your friends for failure. (laughs) Why? Is there something wrong with the Great Galismo? Did you see the trick with the doves? It's tough because it's like I have I, to explain to you why would be to break apart your whole life and worldview. So silence. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. If you had that power as a mere mortal, I would not be doing business with you. I would have called Chuck from Ticketmaster. Sure. Okay. I I just want to say if you're immortal, the career path you are currently on and have chosen <laughs> does seem like a little unnecessary or like wasteful, I guess, of your powers. I have the largest venue on this side of Chesterfield, Missouri. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. You don't Magic. even have the largest venue in Chesterfield, Missouri. <laughs> oh, no, on this side of the interstate. <laughs> it is a very tough market here in Chesterfield. Well, but I, am, I have owned this house of blues forever. <laughs> and I have been booking magicians Real artists in the black arts before rock bands since nigh before time itself. (gasps) Senior Ballenstein. Senior Ballenstein. Yes, great Kalisma. Someone has bitten the heads off my doves. What? Kalismo's doves? I I will have a word with Daniel about this. Daniel, what do you know about this? I'm almost certain it was Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, if there's anything I can do, a Kalismo's on in one minute. So I, I do think we should just kind of get the show going. Silence! Uh, Explain yourself, Mr. Osborne. I was in the back and I ate a bully rabbit's head. Wait, is this my rabbit too? <laughs> is this Ozzy Osborne? Yeah. Oswald Osborne of the Black Sabbath? Yes, my name is Oswald. Oswald. Well, this is Ozzy Osbourne is a great practitioner of the black arts. Uh, Great Kalismo, you must you must allow this to go forth. Oh, well, with the great Kalismo can't do his act with no doves and no bunny. Is his magic the same black arts you do? Because I just feel like it's (laughs) like Kalismo. Do you like? Do you feel like you're you're doing like demonic work with your magic? (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Calismo is here to bring delight to the young children's hearts and to the senior citizens' hearts. But there's some very scary music that goes <laughs> along with it. Calismo, show them the trick where you pull the rabbit out of the hat, but then you make a ghoulish face at the end. Okay. Oh, wait. The hat is filled with blood. <laughs> what? No. What no. I don't. I did that. Oh, I did God. that for myself. Why? <laughs> what is... What has God because, forsaken you? Because we've lost our edge in the 2022s. We've we've <laughs> lost our edge at the House of Blues of East Chesterfield. Is this a poem? We 
have to get, if we're going to have hard rock, aggressive rock music represented well, we must show the crowd the true black arts before the show. Oh, wow. That was really good. I've, the great Calismo has lived in Chesterfield for 75 years. Nigh before the time itself. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day when I'd see Senior Ballenstein sell out. You sold out, what, for a little produce? For an How dare you? Rock. <laughs> a, a slab? I was pulling rabbits out of hats before you were even thought of, Great Kalismo. Now, Daniel. Yeah. Who do we have next week? Let us start preparing the show. Let's put this one behind us. Let's close the door on this postmortem. Um, next week is, do you, do you remember the Island Boys from TikTok? <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> Surely the darkest of magic is in order. Lismo, what do we have in the next week? Oh, oh my God. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy loves the island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the darkest! Oh, yeah, yeah, the darkest of men. <laughs> oh well, that was a blast and a half. Uh, Asan, where can people find you online? Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you can fo- uh, you can follow me at Asan the DJ on social media. Um, you can listen to uh, my podcast. I have with Carl Tart called Carl Calls His Cousin on the Flagrant Ones Patreon. That's all I got. Awesome. Um, awesome. And uh, Leonard, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, find you it? can find me on Instagram at the Leonard Smith Jr., the T H E, Leonard Smith Jr. Um, you know, I have a weekly show every Wednesday in Pasadena at Barney's Beanery Home Cooking Comedy. And I have my podcast, Film vs. Film, and uh, High Bros with uh, Stoney McBlaze um, coming out soon. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. And um, is this is the date locked in for your UCB stuff? Are you guys going to be at UCB? Yeah, yeah. We're so, there yeah. Uh, October 1st, opening weekend. And then we have every second Friday after that. So, October Great. 14th. I'm very happy that we can now plug people's live yeah. shows again in LA yeah, for yeah, stuff right, like that. Man. So we're excited. Um, check all that stuff out. And um, um, this was such a fun episode. Uh, Ryan, everyone can find us on biggrandewebsite.com if they want to check our tour dates. If they're in Chicago, Detroit, uh, Toronto, Rhode Island, Pittsburgh, Rochester, New York City, or uh, St. Louis or Ohio. Yeah. We'll be traveling through your area at the end of um, October, beginning of November. Those dates should be live by now, so check those out. And um, Thank else? you, guys. That's a no East Chesterfield date. <laughs> What's that? No East Chesterfield date? No, no. East. Uh, how close is that to St. Louis? <laughs> yeah. That's a toy like tour you guys got right yeah. there. The great Calismo opened up. Oh, yeah. Up. He's there. He should be there. If we can yeah. get him. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for doing the show. Uh, we also want to thank, wanna thank uh, Brian and Hannah for our production help and Casey for our wonderful theme song and Annie for our logos. And everybody out there listening, please go check out the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash you're the man now dog. We have full versions of all of our episodes as well as video and all kinds of bonus shit. So if you like this, go check that out as well. That's, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, Asan, Leonard, thanks again for doing it. Good to see y'all.